Welcome back to the AOT Chronicles, an Attack on Titan podcast. I am one of your hosts, Chazzy Chaz. I'm Ronnie. And I love saying welcome back to the AOT Chronicles. It's finally here. Yeah, I do too. I'm so excited. Hence this little preview podcast we got going on. It's finally here. Yeah, this is what I just said. I, I'm super excited to talk about... Well, I mean, so... I can't express my excitement. We're only here to talk about Well, yours. you just kind of repeated what I said, so it's... Well, except I laid the groundwork, told you what we were doing in this podcast. You did. You did. Did you say that? As my cohort, you did say that. You okay? And you're dropping the word cohort because you felt real smart earlier because you used it correctly, and we looked up the definition, and it meant that you're basically antagonizing me. Don't think I didn't catch that. And I don't like it. Well, you looked up the definition. That's the only reason you knew. I wish you didn't because then I could use it and you wouldn't know that I and was. And it's kind of sad that you've been waiting seven hours to open up the podcast so you could call me your cohort. That, that's funny that you recognize that. Um, but let's, dude, let's get into Let's stop arguing. You are my cohort, but today you're my buddy. I appreciate that. Let's get right into it. Let's. What do you want to talk about first? Obviously, we're doing the preview yeah, for Attack I, on Titan. I mean, do you have any way of how you want to structure this thing, or are we just going no. all over, you know, dipping our hand into a bucket of paint and splattering it on the wall? That's what we're doing. I, what I do want to talk about a little bit is we obviously both re, both rewatched it. I just finished the rewatch yesterday. Yeah. Um, I, I had watched like ten episodes, and then it took me forever to get through the next six or whatever but um what did you think on the rewatch did you have any initial thoughts yeah i rewatched it as well i took some notes and um no i mean i nothing really stood out to where i was like shocked or amazed i mean still seeing aaron as crazy as he is that doesn't stop hitting so hard especially since i'll, I'll say this travis has started a watch through and so I've been rewatching a lot of season one and some season two with him. So it's jarring because at the same time I was also doing my season four rewatch just seeing how far the characters have come. You're like, oh my god, this and especially is crazy Aaron. how much can happen in you know, what's just. I mean, when things really start happening, less than fifty episodes in a way. I I would say going back when you watch seasons one and two again. I mean, it, it has been a while since I have rewatched it, but it has been a while. It I appreciate where Aaron is more right now, and how it feels natural and it doesn't feel like it was forced to me. Yeah, it's one of those where it is a huge turn, and you can almost say when something like that happens, you're like, "Oh, that feels a little forced." Right. But then you see him as a little kid and how he really does act, and he's essentially has that same mindset, he's just calmer about it. That's why I'm so torn. We talked about it a ton on the podcast. We'll talk about it more now. Just trying, just for myself, I don't even know what other people think, developing my own opinion on whether or not Aaron is really this far gone and crazy or if he's doing this thing where he's putting distance between the people he cares about and he is kind of working towards this ultimate goal or what because – there's multiple things in season four. You know, near the end, you see him, you know, saying, telling Mikasa that he's always hated her. The fight with Armin. You know, just how 
Daddy is in the last episode when he's talking with Peak, and we see him talking with Zeke, you know, beforehand back in Liberio, and how he's game for the euthanization plan. But then we also get the little bit of reaction he has when he hears that Sasha's dead, how he talks to Gabby later on about Sasha. Real short stuff, but just be like, where's the girl that killed, or where's the little brat that killed Sasha? Yeah, when he walks in the last episode, he's like, hey, brat who killed Sasha. Mm -hmm. It's like he always has to refer to her as that. Yep, he's so over the top with Mikasa to where even when I was watching the last episode, even John, who I think we can both agree is probably like the best got the best head on his head best like military lead kind of you know he's not as strategical as armin but he's still in the jail cell and he's hearing what went down he's even like that's like too much it's like he's it's almost like there's a play at hand like yeah he's he's like does he have some what the exact wording was like does he have some sort of secret meaning or something he's like the first person to kind of say it out loud and then it gets interrupted but i was like they're putting it in there for you to interpret it that way if you want yeah so and here's another thing going along with that the episode where aaron is in the jail cell and hanji comes down to visit he tells hanji he goes Listen, I ate the Warhammer, and I can leave whenever I want. I'm. He's basically saying I'm cooperating with you right now. He's like, so why are you why are you coming over here and hassling me? Like I could leave when I want. So what's the point of it? He's yeah. like, if you have some sort of better plan, then I'll do it. But at this point, it's he's basically saying I I don't think I have any other option, so I'm just gonna go along with this. So yeah. I don't know what it, something's definitely changed because he is like there's no way around the fact that he's killing he's killed innocent children, he's killing innocent people to get to his goal and but and then it, then you want to question and that's what takes us to Zeke. Okay, I, Zeke in season 3. We obviously know Zeke's playing now. But Zeke has like a as a kid from what happened to him as a kid he has like compassion for I would say children because of the way he was brought up we see with Aaron he's always like I'm coming back to save you to talk basically little brother I'm coming back I'm gonna save you yeah the fact that he kind of when he's throwing the rocks in that one episode and he's like oh you're not like your father you gotta have fun with this and he's killing all of them in Irwin's charge, and he's like, like having fun with it. What did you? What do you take from that after seeing this latest season? Just in the sense of him doing what exactly? Having fun, or not having fun, but trying to have fun while killing all of the Irwin's charge. What What do you kind of get from that now that you know his ultimate goal? And do you think at this <sighs> point he's just like? Oh, if I kill a few hundred of these, it'll save the millions of lives. Or how does he look at that? That's a good point. Well, he's got daddy issues. So there might be an aspect of him looking at these people and seeing, you know, that this is what these are the people that his father ran off to and was, you know, trying to come back for him in a certain way. Okay. Um he hadn't He'd heard about Aaron. He hadn't necessarily necessarily seen him for himself and talked with him. Obviously, we get later on the whole, you know, I'll come back and save you. But no, I mean, that's a good... 
That's a good point because he's definitely, you know, he's tr- he's trying to pitch a perfect game. <laughs> so that seems like a little dark for someone who yeah. is trying to claim that they're just getting a job done and saving people. Yeah, because he also says in it, he's like, it's a shame that, you know, King Rice erased their memories. Um, what was it? There was one other thing he said that I wish that I had. I actually just thought of this on the spot. I didn't have this written down. Um, oh, yeah, he talks about why don't they just lay down. He's pretty much like, what are you fighting for? Why don't you just lay down and die? But that's kind of the mindset he has is like, you're suffering already. You don't need to bring any more, I guess, lives into this world for right. them to suffer as well. Yeah. So I get that aspect of it, but the but when he's when he's talking about pitching a perfect game and smashing people in the face, it's that, a little disturbing. That's the pro- You can watch the Zeke episode like I did yesterday or whatever. See all that go through. See him talk to Tom, and then then talk to Aaron and lay out this euthanization plan and. You could feel yourself being like, it's sad, but that is that is the only plan. That is the perfect way. Short term, yes, fucking sucks. Long term, it's going to make everything better. Yeah. Like, and I don't... The only thing it really sucks for is people like Mikasa and the young people that want to start a family and, you know, live a long life. They don't get that opportunity, but they or they could still live a long life. If everything, you know, with his story and her baby goes well. Right. But they just can't, like, not being able to have kids. You know there's going to be so many people not on board with it, so you understand why they didn't tell other people. Right. But, yeah, but like you said, though, when it comes 200 years from now. that's terrible, but it's not like, it's not even, you can still see... Like, there's a a good villain you can see. Like, I always say, like, Thanos is a good villain. I think that's one of the more recent ones. Because people are like, he's got a... What he's saying makes sense. He's just... You just can't kill half the world. That's fucking terrible. Mm-hmm. Right? Whereas... Or half the universe. Whereas this is even less bad than that. No one is physically losing anything other than what could be. Yeah. And... If you started realizing, you know, a few years on, that would obviously suck and it would always be in the back of your mind, but you could find ways around it. You could come together as a community and where you had the loss or the void of children, you could fill with just other people who didn't have it. Like, yeah. it's still terrible, but at the same time, you could work through it. Now, all of this, of this is to say, and the other interesting thing is we still are not spoiled, thank goodness. And we, I know I never go anywhere other than talk to you or someone else about it. I don't know if it's like people widely say, oh, the euthanization plan in theory makes sense. Or people are like, oh, that's terrible. And we've got to stop Zeke and Aaron. You know what I mean? Uh, Yeah, that's a good, that's actually a very good question. I would assume. Because it's not like we can be on message boards and see what people are I would assume people are like, that's not a bad plan. I, that's what I would just assume. Um, because it's really not... There, now, there is a couple flaws in it. So that's what I was going to say. If I wanted to talk about. But. Which is why... Uh, that's why I was saying you can start buying into it during Zeke's flashback episode. Then, when you're outside of that, and you're seeing them you know, giving the wine to people, and Falco, yeah. and you're turning all these people into you know, titans and stuff, and then it's like... 
Well, you're wiping out. You're trying to wipe out this entire island when you were saying the whole point of it was that didn't have to happen anymore. Yeah, it, that that is the that is one of the flaws because, I mean, if you think in the grand scheme of things, maybe a couple hundred people drank the wine. You know, if you're saving, you got to think. I don't know how many people are on the island at this point. There's probably there's a shit ton of Eldians still. What is it like a few hundred thousand? Did the, they said the number after? Yeah. So so really, that's small in the grand scheme of things. And then you go you go to uh, Marley. You've got all the ones in the tournament zone. You have some in, in tournament zones around the world. So I mean, in the grand scheme of things, they're not killing off too many. But I would say the flaws that he does have is that. They're using the rumbling as a deterrent, like a half. They, they talked about like just sending out a few of the Colossals or whatever. Now, what, what makes you think that the world is not going to attack anyways, mm-hmm. even if they send out a few of them? And also, what makes you think that when you're feeding, because they said in 100 years it'll be wiped out. So you got 13 years, you got to feed founding Titan of somebody 13 years. 13 years later, you feed it again. What makes you think that one of those founding Titan people won't be like, well, I want us to have kids and have right. like a revelation and then just reverse it. Yeah. So there's a couple flaws there. Which but. is very likely to happen because it's as um, someone says when Yelena goes and tells basically Armin and all of them the plan. It's like Jean or someone. They say what happens when everyone on this island's 50 years old and we're all susceptible to, like, no, there's no army force. Mm-hmm. There's no military. And it's like, yeah, what's to stop anyone from just coming over here and taking it, and then everyone's dying anyway. Like, it's not... And that's another... You talking about Jean having a, a good head on his shoulders. He He said that about Aaron, and then he immediately says that. He instantly thinks of like, yeah. wait a minute, I'm I'm already finding flaws in your in your logic five seconds into thinking about right. it. So, but in the, but what other options really are there? Is what it comes down to. Yeah, there's not outside of the fact that because then someone else says it, or I think it's peak when she's leading Aaron on, and Gabby's hurt that she's like, oh, you're a traitor too. And she goes up to her. And it's funny that Peek was just leading Aaron on because I forgot how good she does. Like, you can believe everything she oh, says. Yeah. Like, she's thought it through. And the fact that she's not actually buying into it when she says, face it, other countries are catching on. The time of the Titans is almost over. And when that's over, Marley's just going to kill all of us anyway. Yep. And it also makes so much sense too when, when later on in that episode, Aaron transforms. They smoke him out. Uh, you see Reiner and them in the Zeppelins, and then she goes, "You think you really think I would sell out my comrades?" She goes, "I don't trust in Marley, but I trust in the people I fight alongside with." It makes so much sense. There, there, there comes a point. That's like in in all of history. You know, like obviously World War II, there was many people that were fighting on evil sides, you could mm-hmm. say. But a lot of those comrades that they had weren't necessarily evil, and they can't just stop fighting with them. Right. And that's a good point, too, because Peek, also, her point of view is she's got very limited time to begin with. Her dad sounds like that's her only family. 
Yeah. And after that, she's got no one else other than, I guess, you know, the companions that she's talking about now to worry about. So she's just like, I'll go out like this, mm-hmm. which is dark, but, you know. Uh, the It's just so genius how it's come down to. It, I th- it, Gigic is he's had a whole video on. He's well, like, we I don't like plugging other people's. Uh, we're not gonna plug him, but <laughs> no, I'm just I, kidding. The, Every, we're not. No, we're not guys. Let's name. Let's name twenty content creators we like right now that people should listen to instead of us. The only reason I say that he's like the famous uh, YouTuber guy. Yeah. I'm sure a lot of listeners have listened to him. He has like a video on the the last season being good, and he was saying you don't know. You don't know who is the bad guy, but you also don't even know at this point who you want to survive and how you even want it to end. It's done such a good job of not, there's not like a good side really. Besides maybe like my girl Hanji. I hope my girl Hanji. Well, yeah, that, and I'm sure I get your point, but when you say it that way, it's like, well, no, I know who I want to survive. I want Armin, Mikasa, Hanji. I want this, the scout team to survive, but at the same time, I'm also saying I see the euthanization plan and why they can't continue to go on the way they're going on. But so, for this story, uh, yeah. <laughs> I don't want to see anything happen to them. So let's bring it to this point then. That's a good, I can bring it. You said Mikasa and Armin. Aaron, I'll bring it back to Aaron. Why I think Aaron might be semi good still, still is because that was another Phil situation yep. <laughs> is because the owl said, from a future memory, you must, to save Mikasa and Armin, you must complete this mission. Yep. He wouldn't say that if somehow he, whatever future memory he because saw wasn't. guess what, ladies and gents? Pass. pass. <laughs> so that maybe he is still, I mean, he. I don't think he necessarily is a good guy. He's not a good guy. But right. maybe he still has semi-good intentions. He may just be the devil we need. As Flock would say? Yeah. Yes. And I fucking love Flock. All right. And so th- I was feeling real stupid at some point, and I either need you to just tell me what I'm missing for some reason, and I'll just edit it out later, or I'll keep it in. Do we know... What were we waiting for with Aaron and Zeke when they get together... They've got what they need to do the euthanization plan. Do they not? Why do they not do it? So, uh, this they is, keep that's saying, a good question. They, there's a few lo- lines or whatever where they say there's another, like Yelena says it. She's like, and there's something else. But I'm. What I take it as is I know Aaron says, I believe it's when he gets on the Zeppelin escaping Marley, he goes. Or no, Zeke says it. He goes, we just destroyed Marley's fleet. We pretty much wiped out almost their entire military. This now buys us time. And we took away their, uh, basically their their secret key to, vi- like their secret weapon, the Warhammer Titan. We now took that away too. Mm-hmm. Marley can't see, Marley can't attack us and take us over. Now we have the Royal uh, Titan with Royal Blood and we have the Founding Titan and Marley's pretty much pretty much defeated. There's nothing that's going to stop us. Right. But they had that in Liberia, right? 
they did. Because all you need is Aaron and Zeke together, right? I guess, but but then but then you but then I think about it. Well, maybe they need to be at the walls to do the partial, you know, partial rumbling, and then does Zeke? This is another good point. Does Zeke still not really trust Aaron at this point? Because we know that as Tom Saver or whatever his name is, he told Zeke that you when gotta you gotta trust. Yeah, when you touch whoever is the founding titan you're you don't have anything to do with it they have all to say yeah so maybe zeke doesn't really trust him yet either no that's all good points too i I, it was just once again when you're watching that episode and you're hearing them talk about it and then later on you're seeing all the trials and tribulations they're going through and zeke's in the forest of giant trees with levi being like well when can i see aaron like he just wants to get the show on the road. You're like, well, wait, they were together. Why? What else is at play? And that's when I almost thought before the fifth, before the episode where Zeke's like, we can't make contact yet. I was thinking, oh, they've already they've already done some path shenanigans, and they've already kind of got this figured out in right. the past. But then he says we haven't made contact yet. So I'm like, oh, I don't really know. Which is all, that's worrisome, because you know I've said, oh, there he is. <laughs> you know I've said from for a long time now, my biggest fear at the end of all of this is some five to ten minute exposition explaining away of what's been going on in paths, and that's how, and that's why it ended the way it did. Aaron knew this, Zeke knew this, they couldn't trust each other or something like that. Yeah, it, it is scary. And the reason I say it is scary is because, obviously, the owl. He has he got future memories somehow. That scares me that Zeke or somebody also got future memories. Like, how did the owl see, know to save Mikasa and Armin? We got to figure that out. That's like the, I feel like that's the number one thing we got to figure out. And, Aaron, that? and just Aaron's mind. We, just, we still don't really know Aaron's mind right now. Aaron, Aaron's mind is like... Season three, the basement. Mm-hmm. That's how that's how I feel about Aaron's mind. We've waited so long to figure out the basement. We need <laughs> oh, to figure out. Aaron's we need mind. to figure out Aaron's mind. Someone's got to have the key. So that's a. Uh, speaking of Armin, Armin's in the paths. What now? His his paths are Bert's paths, which can't you know? We don't know much about the Colossal before Bert, but you know, I imagine that's a lot of jerking off. It's just a bunch of Annie. Um, <laughs> But the reason I bring him up is because the last episode's still fresh in my mind or whatever. Yelena talks about the euthanization plan, you know, basically what she's fighting for. And there is a, like, 10-second scene where Armin is breaking down in tears, covering his face. And they're like, what is going on? And he's like, oh, it's just so noble that that's what you've been thinking or whatever and then shit starts going down outside and it's just weird it's man. so suspect <laughs> it's, it's just so, suspect. so weird man it makes me think he it makes me think he's he knows how fucking crazy alina is and he's trying to play play her well like yeah it's that. like pat it's, is he does he see something in his path where he's like the way I gotta help is I gotta get her to trust me or her to buy into whatever I'm spinning. Yeah, because she is. Uh, there, everyone else is thinking of this. 
they they've they've got their friends and family they're fighting for. Yelena is looking at this like she's in the Bible and she's a prophet yeah. of the God. Yeah. That's what she's looking at this whole thing like and it's just scary. She's terrifying. But yeah. then that brings me so I'll I'll take this one of my main notes that I have is uh it's one of the flashback episodes. I I guess there's so much action in season four that when it goes to the flashback, I might not have been paying attention as much as I thought I was. Okay. Um, and it's in the episode where they the train scene. They're building the scene. They're building the train, and then they're mm-hmm. then he talks to him on the train. Everyone was there. You know, Mikasa was carrying uh, thirty foot steel beams. It, so, that's an, that's another great scene. Another rewatching this, I noticed Sasha steals the water from Armin. Did you see that in the background? Yeah, I remember seeing that. And she like dumps her head in it and like drinks all the water. Ah, such a good, such what a, a good goofy, what a goofy Sasha. girl. But before the, it's right when they're building building it and oh, building <laughs> another Bill Field situation. Bill <laughs> I gave you the bug, man. You did. You <laughs> fucked me up. But Hanji comes riding up on a horse, and she talks about making a base and meeting the people in Marley. Did you see that? She says, say it again. She goes, what we can do, she goes, the Osmabitos, she talks about them, they're like, yep. they're a no-go. They're not going to... Yep, the Ozma, give me a Beatos. Yeah, the Ass and Mahitos, she's like, no, Ass and Mahitos isn't working out. They're not going to make... They tried to make trade relations with other countries, which is a great way, if you think about it, to get people to like you. You trade your resources away. That's that's an awesome thing. So you're saying, when you're thinking about this, Kiyomi asked me for Cheetos is trying to trade some stuff. Yes. Well, not her. Hanji was trying to say, let's build trade relations with other countries. There's obviously a lot of countries. They said no. Because they're greedy, they wanted the resources for themselves. The, okay. asthma, the ass and what'd you say? I said, uh, "Kiyomi, ask me for Cheetos." Ask me for Cheetos, yes. Sure, yeah. She's a, she's basically asking for Cheetos and resources. But she says, "Why don't?" And I think Mikasa says something along the lines of, "Yeah, no other country's gonna trade with us anyways because they don't know who we are. They just think we're devils. That you know." They're just assuming. And then Hanji goes, well, why don't we just make a base in Marley and meet them? And everyone's like, wow, that was a good idea. Jean, I think, says, you know, Hanji's always got a plan like for stuff like that. We never saw that. We saw Jean in episode one reading the newspaper, but we never saw them meeting the people of Marley. I think that that's something we have to see is a flashback of them because they obviously made the base. Jean well, you, was there. Well, I, we, th- we think, and we're pretty sure, I'm but like, we don't know I'm like 99% sure. sure because if you look at his like facial impression, I mean, I agree. I remember yeah. we were on it from episode one or whatever, but the fact that I'm trying to remember how he came in when all the ODM gear started coming, it wasn't like... They showed him coming from. That would have been kind of a cool little nugget if they put it in there. But well, and and this train scene was two years before the attack even happened, so they could have gone to Marley for a week, two years ago, to meet these people, and then just come back and be like, "Well, that was a fail." Like, so that's all fair. I'm with you so far. 
what is the benefit? What, where do we go from there? The reason I say that is because they actually get to meet non-Eldians besides the the uh, ass and Cheetos, and so they get to meet Marley people, talk to them. Because that's what the way Hanji put it, I was like, they wouldn't have added that in there unless they actually did that. Like that's why would they talk about? Oh yeah, we're building a base in Marley, and then just never talk about it again. Yeah, it could be. I mean, just not thinking about it long, I feel like. I can remember too many conversations of them being like, or people saying like, um, everyone hates us and we haven't done anything. Maybe that was earlier on. They haven't said that mm-hmm. in present time. I don't know. I can't remember. But And then also, because this is another point I thought of, where is Aaron even sending the letters? He's not sending it to Paradise Island. There's got to be a some sort of base that mm. he's sending the letters to. So. No, that's that's good. I I just feel like that's something. When I read that, I was like, I don't even. But then remember. it's also weird because Aaron straight up. But then he went off on his own. So I, it's like, what actually happened? I don't know. Yeah, I. You very much get the feel that. Well, I don't. That's why I think they've got to. There's too many questions there to not show some yeah. of it. I'm not trying to poke holes but then it's also it makes me wonder if he was sending those letters to part of the anti-marlian group and they are reporting it back that's true um, but then also how are they shipping from there to there without being noticed yeah i mean that's fair enough paths path <laughs> he was sending letters in the paths interesting i i feel like that's something that's got to get answered well I say gotta. If it's not answered, it's not a big deal, but there's also a lot of questions. I mean, the ultimate end of that is you're saying that they've got more help than we think? Maybe, yeah. And it, and it, But I just thought it was weird that she would talk about, we, we have a base there, we're going to go meet them. She, that's her words. We're going to go meet them, and then they just never talk about it again. Mm-hmm. I don't know why that would be there. Yeah. Okay. So I think they were, what she's basically saying just because of the the whole episode one with Jean, she's saying some at some point in those two years, they actually went over there before they went and attacked them and yeah. actually met them, is what I think. Just did some campaigning with citizens. I, get, I don't know what she means by that. Cause <laughs> yeah, maybe. All right. What else we got here? All right, and then we can keep talking about that episode where the train scene. Oh, you got more? Aaron on the train. Him talking about you guys, who's going to eat eat him in a couple of years. Who's taking over the Titans. Yeah. And then he goes, I don't want y'all to take it because I want y'all to live long lives. Yeah. What the fuck happened to him after that? He does not seem like that guy anymore. Two years after that, and he's like, Sasha dies. He kind of laughs about it. But then he does seem upset. But also... Does he he beats the fuck out of Armin? Like what happened? In See, tears? well, and I think Connie said he laughed. I don't think if he laughed, it was like a happy laugh because if you guys don't remember, she said meat. That was her final words, her epic send off. So, which I thought I thought was kind of cool. That's she, like if someone came to me and you know, heaven forbid this happened, right? But they say, um, er, uh, they say Ronnie. Chaz was in a f- terrible accident. 
we found him. He was, you know, half of him was laying on the side of the road. He was brutally disfigured. He, you know, he was not breathing well. He, it was his fault. He was definitely the cause of the accident. Um, and he had some final words. I said, oh, what, what were they're, they? They were like, he got hit by a car while on his Heelys. And they're like, we really can't stress it enough. This was really his fault. He was doing some very stupid shit. Like, yeah, yeah, that's the Chaz I know. And then they say, or I say, did he have any final words? They say, yes. He said, guava ice. I would go, <laughs> like I would laugh, but I would also be heartbroken, right? Because, you know, you're my, you're my cohort. So, so I would, that's, when Aaron did that, that's exactly what I would do. You know, I'd have, I couldn't help but laugh, but I'd be heartbroken. They're like, the first time he said it, we couldn't understand it, so he said it clear, and it was guava ice ice. that's a good point dude if someone said meat to me right before they died it would be hard not to laugh you know flip the script except you know if i was in that situation it wouldn't have been my fault you know i'm a very responsible person i wouldn't put myself in that situation someone else put me in it and but they say the same thing to you and you did he have any last words yeah he said he said honey buns (laughs) and then then i go (laughs) I well no I don't at first I go did he use plural did he say buns or bun and they, and then they just do this they go what do you think <laughs> and you and you make this noise you <laughs> that's so Ronnie he's gone which in, in Aaron's defense though his laugh was I don't it was kind of diabolical. Is that think? the word? I don't know. I don't. And maybe it's because I. That's one of the things I've hooked onto, as giving it some hope, along with what Jean was saying. But, I mean, we did see what was it, season two? Just re- even rewatching it, I really looked for it. I'm like, no, he. And then, like I said, the way he talks to Gabby afterwards, it's like. He no. keeps his cool for the most part, but there's five percent of him where deep down he's like. No, I can't stand that, but I must move forward. Because he, well, he did laugh when Hannes died, but it was not, it was a way different hysterical crying laugh. Hey, he's a crazy person. He, he is. He's a crazy person, so. You almost, for season three, for some reason, makes you forget how crazy Aaron really is. <laughs> he's like, that was like the most normal he's been, even though he was still crazy in that season, yeah. too. Because he punched himself in the face that season. He did. He did. Um, yeah, so speaking of Titans stuff, let me get your take on this and who's getting Titans. Historia was put to the sideline last season. Yeah. Um, I've got a name for that. but Yeah, it's a dirty name. We don't like it. Um, there's talk of, I mean, she straight up says before she goes, ships off to a farm, she's like, yep, I'll inherit the Beast Titan. Do you think Historia ends up getting a Titan? I, I think her... Yeah, let, let's do this. Well, okay. I'll still, I'll still do it this way. Yeah, okay. I'll just, instead of giving you choices, give me the top two picks out of anyone that you would put your money on on getting Titan powers. 
Uh, I think one trillion percent. Astoria, Gabby, Falco, all the scouts. I think one trillion percent. The fact that Falco's drank the wine means he's getting one because he will. If Zeke yells and is anywhere near him, he's turning into a mindless titan. So yeah, I, I think that's one of the obvious choices. Second pick would be Historia, because okay. just because she has royal blood. Um, but then the fact that she got pregnant is almost like she did that on purpose to not have to do it. But then you think, well, what made her change her mind from that time frame? We we've not even heard her talk in present form yet, right? So. Who even knows what she thinks at this point? I, I get honestly, it doesn't even matter what she thinks, because she's—they're not going to turn her into one at the moment because she's pregnant. Unless, or did she have the baby? Is that the take? Well, I don't think we've seen her have the baby yet. But was she? But but she had to have it because at least—I mean, she was close. Last time I remember yeah. seeing her, she was getting ready to pop. You would almost think she had to have it because Yelena said she was blessed with an, an heir. And if she didn't have the baby and they, Zeke and Aaron went through their plan, then she wouldn't have the baby because she wouldn't be able to unless their plan doesn't work because she's already pregnant. It, um, you know what I mean? Well, they haven't done the plan yet. Okay. So, but I mean, you're just right. But that, but 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 going according to plan, she would have had to have it. They would have to do it after she has the and, baby. So the, I'm trying to remember now. She doesn't even. She doesn't. Does she know about the euthanization plan? I'm trying to remember. They're in the courtroom, and I've rewatched this, and I can't think why. How did they pitch it to where they said? To where she agreed. Yes, I know. I'll inherit the Beast Titan. I'll have kids or whatever. And they said, and when they've got the Titan, they have to produce as many children as they can. Well, that that was when the Anal and Chorizos they talked about. They were like Zeke has three three points to his plan, and it was just royal blood. That's why it was. Yeah, a royal blood must inherit a Titan and have as many babies as possible. Yeah. Um. And then it was like, and then we use the par- partial rumbling to make sure no one uh, no one attacks, and then we build we build the strength of the military while that happens. That was, I mean, that was yeah. definitely the. Um, it's just all about the royal blood, and that was the fake plan, Zeke's fake plan, because obviously he has the diff- fake plan that set everything up to where yeah. things actually need to be for the real plan. So that's the other thing. What if Historia? doesn't go along with this well has she already gone along with it by getting pregnant is what i'm thinking because aaron talked to yelena before he went to marley mm-hmm. and then zeke goes so yelena told you about the euthanization plan he's like are you on board with it right so we know that aaron knew about it before he even went to marley did he talk to historia too Who's the dad? Who's the dad? And at this point, does it even matter who the dad is? Not necessarily. Except so, except for... Because she has the royal blood, so even if it was... Even if it was Chaz Chart that impregnated her, that kid would still have royal blood, you know? 
Yeah, which, <laughs> what? That's really battling against some odds. There's a many other things that could go wrong with that child. Yeah, um, partial okay. retardation. All right, it's one of them. All right, and then who is the woman that Zeke sees in his edge of life visions? I think I said that on the thing before, and I, I won't say I got spoiled, but seeing the trailer, for ruined the, it for you. For seeing the trailer made me be like, oh, that's who it is. Okay. So we don't have to talk about I have yeah. not seen the trailer. You've seen it once. Yeah. All right. Um, all right. Well, I've got some other, you know, basic stuff here. I've got, oh, I've got this, a good one. This, is one go. this one's kind of silly, so I'll go ahead and say it. I was getting real in my feels here and really scheming some stuff. What if we deafen Falco? So he doesn't have to hear Gabby's cunt voice or what? <laughs> no, dude. So he doesn't hear Zeke yell. Oh, good point. <laughs> they just cut off his ears? Yeah, what if we just snap? Dude, that's the most genius thing you've ever heard. Or you've you know? ever, sa- ever heard. Ever <laughs> said. <laughs> well, yeah, I'm hearing it, but Falco's not. Yeah, he's not hearing shit. Yeah, what if we just deafen him so he can never hear it? Dude, that is a great point. I, he, I never once thought of that. He's just standing there smiling next to Zeke as he's just screaming at the top of his lungs, you know, and Falco's just killing it. Where is Falco right now? Falco is... Let's kind of... Yeah, that's this is good. Let's gather up where everyone's oh, at. Oh, he's in the... Uh, he's in the prison with Mikas and them, right? No. No? He's in that build. He hears stuff. I'm trying to think what... I don't know where he is. He's in the building because he hears okay. stuff going on, but I'm trying to remember who he's with. Is it Pixis? It might Maybe. be Pixis. It yeah. might be like Nile and them. They're yeah. all kind of sitting around. So so Mikasa, everyone's in the building, at least. We know that. For Except for... Hanji. Mm. Hanji's with Flock, right? In, yes. To find Zeke. And that's the only one not in the building is Hanji. And obviously, well, Zeke Levi. and Levi. Okay. Yeah, I think that's right. Because obviously, our crew and is imprisoned. Where does Annie come into play? Is it I, at, at this point? Is it just like a a cool thing? Eventually, she gets loose. We get to. It's a nostalgic. Oh, we get to see the female Titan again, and it can kind of be, you know, later on someone. Maybe someone gets the female Titan, and there's a changing of guards, but... Yeah, that one, I, I couldn't... I don't know where that's headed. I, that's, like you said, you were worried about that one. I'm, I kind of am, too, at this point. It's been... she's What has she been in that crystal for? Like, four years? Five years? But and I'm actually a little bit more positive on that now, just because I do feel like, at this point, it's not story-wise... Other than just there being another Titan in the mix, I don't see how it's... She's been in it for so long. The entire plan has changed. It's just going to be another Titan running around. And <laughs> she, maybe some Armin stuff. That, That's crazy if she comes out of that crystal and sees Commander McGath, who she hasn't seen in God knows how long, with the whole Marley... Well, whatever Marley fleet is left... And then just Reiner and Peak fighting with she's gonna be like, What the fuck? 
Like, what is what has happened? Versus Aaron. Yeah. That'd be crazy. But paths, she might. Yeah. She might completely know what's going on. Yeah. Yeah. If Armour would have just touched her, I was really hoping for that. All right. So what would what did you have before I came up with that awesome theory that we deafened Falco? Which so yeah, he, we need to start thinking about. How has no one thought about that? That's a great point. Whoever's with Falco, I guess it's Pixis. Pixis, I mean, let's do it to Pixis too, because I'm sad oh, to lose. Oh God, him. you're right. I mean, he's definitely and Nile. I mean, but you get it me. might be too late. It might just straight up be Pixis might be half Zeke right now because we know how that guy drinks. <laughs> it might not matter if we deafen him, we blind him, we put him fifty thousand feet under the sea. If Zeke sneezes, Pixis might turn into a Titan. <laughs> Pixis, I can see Pixis right now. He finds out that he drank the wine. He's like, you got any more of that shit? Let me just go ahead and guzzle oh, it yeah. now. But no, another point I had was uh, Flock. My boy Flock. Flock! <laughs> a, char- a character we've been ride or die for this yeah. entire time. Hasn't done anything wrong. I'm I'm so confused on this. I mean, there's so many. Another another just great moment. We've talked about this multiple times. Someone I don't remember which one of a, which one of us it was was really shitting on him near the end of season three for being part of a big moment. If you had gone back and told that person at a certain time that, in our season four part two preview. Chaz brought up he brought up a point that we needed to talk about for the ending of the show and he just went like this he went flock <laughs> hands in the, for those of you that can't see that aren't watching our camera yeah. video that we don't have I put both of my hands in the air when I said flock and he opened his eyes wide and just went flock we forgot about him we got it let's talk about it first off I'll say if anybody's going to be the next founding titan it's flockery forester and then second, is he on board with this euthanization plan? Because why the fuck would he be when all he's talked about, the only things he said in season four besides being a straight-up asshole, which I love, is you're the hope for the new Eldian Empire. There's no Eldian Empire if you kill off every Eldian. Right. So yeah, is he- Flock is pretty much behind Aaron. I th- no, I think you're right. Flock's behind Aaron just because Aaron get shit done and flock likes that you think he's kind of got like a hard on for him well i just think everyone else is he's so used to you know the island just sitting back waiting for stuff and he's like oh aaron will get the job done i like that in a guy he's like aaron will take his shirt off and get some shit done but talking about it this way you ready for my prediction aaron kills flock (laughs) really yeah I, I love. I actually love that. That is the perfect way for that character to end. The guy that he was just all about, and Aaron has just used him this whole time to help get shit done, and he kills him. It it would be even better if it if it was Aaron in his human form, like he just walks up and just shoots him in the face. <laughs> he might. Oh man, I actually I haven't thought about that. That's one of the fav- my favorite things that you said. Thank you. Aaron just walks up shirtless. And shoots Flock in the face. <laughs> God. They, we joked about it, once again, a lot during the podcast. Going back and looking at it, it's so ridiculous. Ridiculously funny, I should say. How incredibly hot they made Aaron. I know. <laughs> it's so funny. It's 
He's so fucking hot. Are you kidding me? He's so hot, dude. Holy shit. You, you ask, you oh ask me who's God. the most fuckable character in the show, I don't even think twice about it. Why? There's no... Like, is that what he looks like in the mangas? There's no way. You know why, though. His mom is Carla Yeager. Oh, I get it. He's got the traits that that he needs but it's just so funny going back and looking at it you know i mean he's a bright-eyed young man but he's just got it all going for him nowadays he's he is a 20 year old cocky douchebag with just (laughs) cum gutter abs i mean he's just he's got the perfect tan you'd want yeah he's rocking the long hair perfectly oh in the bun oh it's beautiful in the bun the look the look in his eyes um just the Voice. If oh, Zeke yeah. can turn people into titans, Aaron can just talk and just get someone wet. Because it is just <laughs> devoid of all emotion in all the right ways. It's hilarious. I was just rewatching season four, and when he's in the prison cell and it's just dripping with water, and when he's walking, I mean, and incredible. Han- Hanji even says, she's like, your hair is really cool like that. We may or may not have purchased some form of merchandise. Oh, may or may that not. That is have. based purely off of Aaron's looks. We may, yeah, multiple merchandises. Don't want to spoil it, but here's a little tease. You bought this four months ago. <laughs> it hasn't shipped yet. It hasn't shipped. It wasn't supposed to ship until January, so we're not worried yet. But once it hits February, I'm a little worried. Yeah. Oh my god, that's so funny. Okay. Let, let me make sure I don't have any more flock points. Flockery. There's a lot of flockery going around. All right. While you're doing that, I'll get some through. I only have a couple more here. Um, you want to know my first note that I took? The first note I took when, once I started my rewatch of season four? Yes. This is the first few minutes of the first three minutes of watching season four. It just says. Colt is dead. What is the point of him? <laughs> oh, I'm so glad you said that. That's one of my. That's one of my notes. Is really one of my notes is Colt dies because his parachute doesn't deploy. <laughs> that would be the greatest thing. I mean, he's fine. He's just. What is he doing here? You know that poor guy. What is he? Out of all the people, I kind of feel sorry for him the most. He, he got bamboozled so hard. <laughs> he, he's supposed to be the next Beast Titan. Don't, I feel like that guy walks in to his duties every day like it's his first day on the job. And he doesn't have a clue what he's doing. He's just someone's telling him to go over there, so he goes over there. Yeah, he's just looking for Falco at all times. No idea where he's at. And he's, that, he's also like... <laughs> no, this is so great. He's like riding the Zeppelin. And he's, he's like sitting in the corner kind of, and he's been thinking about this the past three months, but he doesn't want to say it out loud because he's afraid like McGath is going to just fucking work him over. But he so badly wants to just do this right here. He wants to go, so am, am I getting the beast type? <laughs> <laughs> well, um, where do we stand on me getting a Titan or... Is that still oh. happening? Or... So badly. Dude, that, that's actually a great point. Would they just give him, like, Does he just the fall in, he next in line? Does he get peaks or yeah. liners? I that's don't a, know. That's a great point. 
But you know, it's all he's ever. Not a single person has once thought, "Oh, Colt's thinking about that," or "We got to tell Colt what our new plan for him is." He's just, but he's afraid to say anything, so he's just like, "Oh, uh, yeah, I'll go grab lunch." That's yeah, that's <laughs> fine. Grab lunch. <laughs> that's cool. Chill. You said chili, right? Oh, we're we're getting on the zeppelin. We're going. Okay. Yeah, let's go get Falco. Come on, let's go do it. <laughs> Oh my god! Because one of those episodes, he literally just runs around. It's when Marley gets attacked. He just runs around Liberia looking for Falco the entire time. You know this? You know? Yeah. He like shows up randomly when Gabby and Falco are aboarding the airship. He like finally finds Falco, and then Falco just zooms off. <laughs> He's just like, like, see ya, yeah. see ya, Colt. And then they're in the meeting uh, later when they're all trying to be like, no, we've got it. And he's like, well, we're waiting that long to go get Falco? And no one even hears him, I feel like. And then Reiner says why we actually have to go. He's like, oh, thank God for Reiner. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man, that guy is so dead. <laughs> he's, I, I wouldn't be surprised. Either his parachute doesn't deploy... <laughs> Or he has a heart attack before he goes out. It's just, it's for one more big moment between him and Falco, and he's gone. You think that's... Yeah, they'll get get something out of the Falco stuff, but it just makes me laugh. Literally, from the very first second that he comes and picks up Colt, or Falco, in the very first scene when Falco's talking about, and here's this again, flying through the air with a sword. I'll say it again. He woke up from a hallucination slash dream, like Aaron did uh, season one, first episode, flying through the air with a sword. So, and when he did that, I went, oh, Cold is so dead. <laughs> He's so dead. <laughs> so did, are you saying Falco I don't know. Aaron? But why would you open up season four yeah. like that? Do we, what exa- do we remember what Aaron said season one? What exactly... He he had those hallucinations. One of them was was uh, the smiling Titan picking up his mom. Okay. Another one was like it biting Hannes' legs, and then something else. And then he goes, he wakes up, and he's like, "I just had the longest dream ever. It yeah. felt real." And then he's like crying, and Meek yeah. says, "Yeah, Meek says, why are you crying?" Yep. Yeah. All right. Which which is another okay. Him doing that in episode one, and the owl saying that. Makes you think that Aaron does... Well, Aaron did see the future in that dream. Mm-hmm. He saw moments of the future. Has he seen moments of the future presently? Um, sure. I mean, it, at sure this he doesn't point, have all the pieces, but he's got, uh, like, enough. Yeah, it, at this point, they've done so many of those flat, like, random things that you would you would imagine that he does. Um. You don't talk like that if you haven't seen some shit. Yeah. Which is kind of depressing. It's kind of depressing that it happens in the first episode and he's crying, which makes you think that it doesn't, doesn't end well. Doesn't end well. <laughs> um, yeah. Okay, yeah. Here's another great point I have to add up. This character, we haven't talked about him yet. I don't know if he's good, bad. Oh, have we got another flock on our hands? I don't, I don't know what this uh, Anya Capone okay I feel like he really does like the scouts and he's <laughs> not on he's not 100% on board with Yelena feels like he's flipped sides about 50 times yeah I don't I don't know what's going on there though if he's on anyone's side I do think it's Hanji I don't I don't think that he cares about others 
Um, Do you, you don't, but he's not. Uh, he's not one of those that's like a a flock and is one hundred percent. I'm right here with flocks one hundred percent with Aaron. I don't think he's one hundred percent with Yelena because he's surprised when Yelena shoots that guy. Well, it's hard to be one hundred percent with Yelena because she's a crazy. That, person. That's true. She's a crazy person who's got a like a following God complex. Um, <clears throat> no, I think he's kind of a guy who fell into the role because he was one that got screwed over just like Yelena did, but isn't so much in love with Zeke. So I don't know. I, I like I kinda like his character though. It adds it adds yeah. a little to the Jaegerists. Yeah. Yeah, I'm fine with him. I don't have a problem with him. I don't um he's one that I'm like, oh I don't need too much time with him because I care about more stuff, but he could he could definitely have some good moments. What's another? There was one scene with him where I was th- where which really made me kind of change. I think it's when he's talking with Hanji and he's like, "Yeah, Yelena, she she killed a lot of people that was close to us." Yeah. He said something along those lines. He's like, "She got her hand. She's the one that got her hands dirty." I and I really believe, I really believe him when he says that. I don't think he did. He was the one that killed any of them. Right. I think he was just with Yelena. Because I could say that. The last time we saw him, he was outside of the jail cell telling them that, like, when they were like, oh, you weren't on our side. And he was like, well, yeah, you're a prisoner just like I was a prisoner. You guys made me a prisoner. Good point. But about 25 seconds later, (laughs) Yelena shot a guy in the skull at point blank range. So he might have just been saying what he felt like he needed to say. Good point. He doesn't (laughs) want to get capped. (laughs) No. Oh god, she is so crazy, man. The the way she talks about Zeke and Aaron, I'll talk about that again. Like uh, talking about her being like a prophet, I think she really thinks that she is like a prophet for them, and she's like, does she does she know what's already about to happen too? That's another path, <coughs> Shana- Yelena. Not she's a she's not an Eldian. Rolling my eyes. <laughs> No, 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 no. I'm saying if she's so close with Zeke, Zeke is in that past shenanigans. No, because I refuse okay. to believe that you don't think Zeke, Zeke cares. Zeke looks at her as anything more than a pawn. Okay. That follows every little thing he says. I'm sure he tells her a lot of stuff, but he doesn't tell her a single thing that she doesn't need to know to help him do what he needs her to do. That makes sense. Okay. Because. She's crazy. <laughs> and surely, if Zeke, Zeke can be crazy in his own way, but Zeke's smart. He's a smart crazy, and I don't think that he... All right, that's what, that's what we'll lead into now. I wanted to talk about Zeke. Zeke is a genius. After watching the show... Wonder Boy. Wonder, the Wonder Boy Zeke. I love that nickname. He is a straight-up genius, and even as a kid, it shows it. It shows him playing along with his grandpa and his dad. The fact that he's like 10 years old and is able to decipher that he needs to play, he needs to, when he's with his dad, say everything his dad wants to hear. And he's when he's with his grandpa, say everything his grandpa wants to hear. So his grandpa's not suspicious of him and his dad. Yep. Makes him at that age already way above any other person that age. Mm-hmm. And then everything that he did, obviously, when he's old now, he got the at the uh, ass and Cheetos involved. Yep. With 
trade relations. He played Marley like a fiddle. He then plays LD, the whole Eldian military like a fiddle. Yep. He's a straight up, he's a, he's a genius. He might be the smartest character in the show. Yes. But the reason I'll say he's not, I think he he's so smart that he might be digging himself in a hole. Why do you say that? He's so wor- he's so focused on getting to what he thinks he needs to do to get to his plan. And like you I mean, think about everything that you just said. He's got gotten over on everyone. Oh, so the one time that he does you're saying and he think he's almost not cocky, but since everything has worked out according to plan, he thinks that it will everything in the future will too, but something's going to happen where it doesn't. That you, we were talking earlier about how they were saying or you made the point that <clears throat> just because we start off this plan and the, whoever has the founding titan goes along with it. What's to say seven, six founding titans down the road? They're not like, well, let's change this. Let's have different kids. Who's to say that Zeke, who was talking with Tom and said, yeah, that's exactly what I'm going to do right before he got the titan is saying the same thing 11, 12 years later and his plan hasn't changed at all. We were, we were talking about what if or Tom saying, make sure you completely trust who has the founding Titan talking about Aaron. What if Aaron also has to, I mean, Aaron also has to completely trust Zeke in a way, even though Aaron does have the founding Titan, he's kind of got the final say, but that's a good point. The only reason I say he might him keeping Tom's glasses this entire time makes me think that he is fully on board with Tom. Well, he is, and then, I mean, obviously when he's dying, he said, Tom, are you watching over me and all that stuff. Okay. And even if that's the case, still, think, like, who all, because we know, the Flock Squawk, they're not necessarily, they're with Aaron. The only thing that Zeke really has going for him that I know for a fact of is Aaron Yelena. I don't even know if the rest of the anti-Marlians, like you were talking about, I don't know if they are worship Zeke like everyone else. That's a good point. And while Aaron is definitely the biggest, he's the queen on the chessboard and all of that, but it's still just one piece. How deep was that? Fuck. Deep. Woo! <laughs> Clip that, chat. Well, and if Aaron really does have the final say, what makes what makes Zeke, if Zeke fully starts to trust him, what makes it be like, well, Aaron could just change his mind. Here's what, at some point, something has got to go completely off the rails. And this is just me using the most basic viewer of television that I know how, okay? We have not talked about this. I don't know if we've... The rumbling is happening. Not a display. Not a 10%, (laughs) oh, we'll send, you know, the first... The one-eighth of the quadrant of Walmaria out there. We'll send ten colossals. No. The whole fucking rumbling is going on. Because you don't talk about that shit for four seasons and then get to the end and be like, oh, remember that wall? Remember that titan we showed in the wall at the end of season one? We're not doing anything with that. So I don't know how it's going down, but 
the rumblings have, and I don't know what that looks like because, yeah, it's so there's so many fucking moving pieces that, that get it moving pieces colossal titans they're all moving, um, and also, what was it in season one when that colossal titan's face was showing? They're like, oh, don't show it to the sun. Could they theoretically just tear some of the wall down and? it would just start walking automatically? Or how does that work? Or does it have to be the founding type? Yeah, I don't know. Which I guess it's made... Uh, I don't know. I, that, I don't think they can get through it. That That's a good... Yeah, there's no way they would tear down all the walls physically. It would have to be through the founding. I mean, it's an entire wall built of the same material that Annie kicked... Kicked Aaron's head off with. They sealed an entire side That's of true. gate. Like I don't think they can. It's just got to come down, and it will come down some <laughs> way, somehow. So you think it's one thousand percent happening? Thousand percent. You no, you're not leaving any room for it not to. <laughs> no, I always make fun of you for doing <laughs> yeah, the thousand percent thing, but here I'm going. If you if you set that up, that is like the when Isayama's sitting at home writing this. You think that's the first thing he came up with? I'm not saying that's the first thing, but as he's coming up with it, you're thinking of like, oh, how how is this thing going to end? It's, you know, it's just any show ever that they come up with like the big set piece. How many times has he thought about thousands of colossal titans just running around? Like you can't put that in there and then just never happen. Okay, well... But that's the thing. It's so... It's such a little part of the plan, right? They just... Mentioned it in passing, like, oh, a display of the rumbling to keep people in check. I don't know how, I don't exactly know how, that's some, like, Zeke's got to go crazy, Aaron's got to go crazy, I don't know. Because that's the other thing, it seems like Aaron's got to be the one to do it, right? Tom, it can, it's got to be a founding said, titan. Tom said to, to Zeke, you have no say in it. You're essentially the key to the lock. And as soon as you unlock it, it's up to the person that holds <laughs> That's, it. I don't, know, I don't know how it happens, but... Oh, man, it's... And, and then we got Zeke's blown in half inside of a titan's belly right now that's split open. So how, Aaron can't touch Zeke. And then, well, I'll t- we'll talk about this, too. I wanted to talk about Zeke being a kid. I mentioned this to you earlier. Zeke being, Zeke essentially was the kid that Grisha, no, sorry, Aaron, Aaron's crazy ass fucking balls to the wall mindset when he was a 10 year old kid is the mindset that Grisha wished that Zeke had in Marley. Mm-hmm. I love I love the parallel though there yeah. after rewatching it. You I, were I guess about that earlier. Yeah. I noticed it the first time, but after rewatching it again. Zeke is like, he he says he's like, well, as long as I can just you know play baseball with my boy Tom, I can live a happy life here. Like that's fine. Yeah. And Aaron, you go you go to episode one of Aaron, and he tells Hannes he's like, we're just fucking cattle and walls, just waiting <laughs> to die. We yep. need to fight back. They're the exact opposite. Exact opposite. And what else is funny is Grisha, from what we've seen, I guess we didn't see all of Aaron's childhood. Grisha did not raise Aaron to be like that. He, Grisha tried to raise Zeke what, to yeah. fight back. Aaron, that was just. I'm sure he learned, per, partially he learned from his mistakes, and two, 
they were in a different s- setting. He couldn't tell Aaron or, or else it was going to endanger him. But well, guess, the yeah. fact that he was also still right there at the end being like, you do this, I'll show you the basement. I bet that's still earlier than he really had planned on. Although he was getting ready to go um, be a cadet, so maybe not. But, um, but yeah. This is a good point, too. Uh, you, you get better raising your second kid. Exactly. <laughs> it, it, until you uh, inject them with Titan Serum and mm-hmm. have them eat you. Then it can kind of get a little wonky. Yep. All right. You got uh, more stuff before? I think that's all I had in the notes. Okay, so then we can talk about this. You talking about how Zeke's in the belly of a... He's half of Zeke, if even, in the belly of a Titan. What happens two days from now, Sunday? Oh, God. It's... There's no way the episode starts with Aaron just fucking Reiner up or something, right? fighting Reiner Reiner, Porco, and Peak all at once. Does it start like that or do we start with a flashback? Right. That that's my whole point. Is it seems like at the moment Zeke's out of commission, so we've just got what we've got here right now. I mean, Armin's in a jail cell. He's useless. They, they can do something to get him out of that, but for the time being, yeah, Aaron is here with Peak Porco, Colt, is that it? Peak, Porco, Colt. Well, you mean Reiner? Reiner's in the Zeppelin. Yeah, yeah. And Peak then... Por- yeah, cost Colt. <laughs> Colt, I was like, what? Yeah. Hey, Colt. But, Remember, hey, that guy's parachute. Hey, hey, Aaron, don't worry about Colt. <laughs> Reiner. Worry about Reiner. Remember, that guy's parachute's not deploying. He's dying on impact. Exactly. Um... I think maybe we get Levi, see if he's alive or not. See, I think Levi doesn't come back into the picture. Well, you just mean in the episode? Yeah. Or are you meant- talking about, like, the fight? at? No, no, I just meant maybe okay. maybe the episode we get to see if Levi's alive or not. Yeah. that's Maybe that's how it starts. Um, yeah, I wouldn't be surprised if they do something like that. Where Honestly, I could be cool with it either way if they do it the right If we just get, like, a a Levi episode, seeing him like deal with whatever he's got going on, give us a little bit more of his mindset because what is it right now? Well, it's either I, it's either blown to shreds or it's still well. Intact. No, I mean like his. Think about him in season four. My whole the way I would describe Levi in season four is. So you think he's alive no matter what? He's alive. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> is. His whole thing in season four was he lost Erwin. He did what he thought was right. And now Hanji's commander. And I feel like Levi hit this wall where he was just tired. (laughs) And one of the only things I felt like that was keeping him going was Zeke and the Beast Titan. Like he was going through the. He was doing what he needed to do. And maybe what I'm saying is not completely correct because he did have the moments where he acted like he was mad at Aaron for, um, like, or he's like, oh, protecting his story yeah. and stuff like that. And and he was basically like, wow, I fought for this Aaron guy this entire time, yeah. lost all of my comrades, and this is the shit that happens. Like, yeah. So I could be wrong because I mean, what well, Levi being tired? That's a you could be saying that through the entire series because that's just the way he. 
portrays himself. But I'm kind of interested to see if they give us any more of Levi. And that, that that's a I like that because if he would have killed Zeke there, would he have any motivation for anything else? He finally did the last thing he promised Erwin. It's kind yeah. of like Erwin. If Erwin really got to the basement and found the truth, would he have motivation to continue on? Mm-hmm. We will never know, but that's the same thing with Levi. If he killed, if he really killed Zeke right there, which we don't think he did because Zeke got put into a belly of a Titan, would he really have the motivation to be like, Oh, I'm going to just keep fighting. Yeah. Or not. And I mean, the Zeke is still alive. So maybe that's enough to just make him keep going is everything's going on. And yes, he is trying to help us get to what he thinks the, the right thing is, but it's also just to get to Zeke. I don't know. It's kind of, I just feel like so much of what he was doing is we never really got into his character as much as we were just like, yeah, he's just going along with he's he's being nice and doing what Hanji says, and he kind of wants to. He's got a rage boner for Zeke. Yeah, what is that? It or is there more to it? Um, oh, that's that's good. That's really good. I think I would like there to be more to it. I don't want Levi. I would hate for him to go out like that. Just caring about Zeke yeah. and then not even being able to do it—that that would kind of suck. It would be ironic, but and at this point, where did we lose him? Kind of in the timeline. How much? What does he know about Aaron exactly? He knows that Aaron left the cell. He was informed that El- Aaron left the cell, and Aaron has a group—a fat—a group called the Jaegerists. He was just and, in the woods, yeah, and he got yeah. that report before Zeke started to run away, and they chased, got had chased in the yeah. woods. And he was basically like, "I'm gonna cut Zeke up and feed him to one of the Jaegerists before they can do anything." Okay. And obviously, his plans were stopped. All right. Um, and then we got we got Flock and Hanji. They rolled up on. They heard the thunder spear in the last mm-hmm. episode. Yeah. So they're nearby. Yep. They're nearby, dude. Think about this though. Oh God! Oh God, dude! If they do find Levi and he's severely injured, does Flock the cock just shoot him right then and there? Think about how big of a cock Flock is. How would he not do that? I refuse to believe that Flock kills Levi. <laughs> if they did that. I might turn on Flock. He's right now. He's, <laughs> <laughs> that might be the final straw. Right now he's you, up. He's you've up got this low key rage boner to get Levi out as soon as possible. <laughs> you've held the candle for a long time. Uh, every time <laughs> we talk about Levi, every time we talk about Levi, you go, "But is he even alive?" And now you're like, "Well, what if he just... What if Flock shoots the first episode?" <laughs> I don't know. What do you got going on over there? I don't know, man. I just feel like his story is done. <laughs> Never once have you ever, in the past year, have you ever looked at me and been like, dude, what do you think's going on with Levi in season four? You're always like, well, Levi's dead. I'm always like, do you think Flock's going to get the founder? <laughs> well, oh. Interesting. Very interesting. Yeah, and, oh, I'm glad I remembered this. I watched this with my dumbass roommate Kyle yesterday. God, that guy's such a dumbass. It was the, the Tom Sava episode. Tom 
we talked about this last podcast, I'm sure. Tom says he's a researcher. You know, my Titan's not very useful in battle. Mm-hmm. How in the fuck is it not useful in battle? I, like Zeke is well, okay. He doesn't I, he doesn't have the royal blood, so he can't do the screen techniques. Zeke is obviously that's why he's the war chief. He's got all these crazy abilities. Mm-hmm. But if he can still throw shit like Zeke, he obviously plays baseball, right? And I think they've even said like, was that not a thing? I was getting ready to say maybe Zeke brought that element to the beast titan but oh, then i might have but then i felt like i remember that being like a straight up thing when they one of the early episodes when they oh. have like flashback and they show and they talk about all the different titan abilities i feel like they even said like the beast normally isn't good no that it's like good at throwing projectiles oh but zeke was it at that point so maybe they realized that that's what what yeah because wasn't it cult that was like because I can see what he means by not good at bat because it is. It's like kind of slow and long. We've seen Levi gets close up to that thing two times. He's fucking, which it's Levi, but he's not had any hard time with it. It's kind of a joke. That is true. It's not like that thing can run. It's, like, it's not as bad as the Colossal Titan, but it's very lengthy. And have you seen that belly? I don't think it's like a attack Titan or armor Titan where it's just fist to cuffs and just punching things speaking of bellies though grisha's titan attack titan had a huge belly so yeah maybe it was just tom's was just way different it was just like that's true too yeah because uh, do you see ymir's jaw titan yeah so good... titans aren't <laughs> that's interesting how has that never happened before like say say someone had gotten the jaw titan and it ended up being exactly like ymir's how are they how do they go We'll just keep that for 13 years instead of being like, all right, retry, get another yeah. get another person in here. Maybe they have done that. Maybe that's Maybe. why their years don't align because cause not all of them got it at the same time. Like Zeke got his beast, I think, before any of them got theirs. Maybe that is. It could be. Yeah. Um, but I'm just based off of <laughs> it sounds like Tom completely uh, – he made it seem like he was completely useless other than yeah. just using it for paths to figure stuff out. And that's probably why they kept him. They're like, oh, you know some information. Yeah. We'll get some of it out of you. Because if you look at Grisha's, if that guy wasn't in a cave fighting the Founding Titan, he's getting his ass kicked. Hell, the owl was just chopping off fingers for 12 years. He didn't do shit. <laughs> you hate the owl. I... I think the owl did more than anybody. In oh show. my god, no! He pl- he typed in www.paths.com one time, <laughs> saw the front page said something about save Mikasa and Armin, and then just <laughs> fucking just chilled, chopping fingers for twelve years until gri- until literally until literally a young boy pointed at his father and Grisha <laughs> fell in his lap, and he was like, "Oh shit, here you go." That's not true. <laughs> That's not true. <laughs> that is so. That's exactly not, what happened. That's not true. He formed. He formed a whole group and then got <laughs> brought in a royal blood. No, that guy was lazy as shit. <laughs> the owl, a young boy. He's like more oh, like <laughs> he goes more he like sees, the hibernating bear. That guy sucked. He sees he sees Zeke as a kid point at the. The officers, and he's like, oh, fuck, I better do something now. Ymir did more with her Titan. 
haven't tied for 13 years. <laughs> and the guy did nothing. I want to say the the time that he turned into a Titan when we saw him with Grisha, that was the fifth time he'd ever done it. That was the fifth time he'd ever even turned into a Titan. Well, well, think about it. That you might be right on that because when would he do it if he was a fucking officer? Yeah, they didn't send him to battles. They were like, no. they're like, yeah, you just keep hanging out with gross. That's so. Oh. And then Tom got into Zeke's ear and said, "You got to tell on your shitty parents." And then he did. And then maybe Tom sent him a letter and was like, "Hey, no." And then Grisha just fell into his lap. He was like, "Oh, wait, you're." You're part of... I've seen you around the club hall before. You're part of my group, right? <laughs> I'm trying to think when the owl did do that, he fucked He fucked up those ships, the one thing that he did do. Yeah. I'm guessing they obviously knew he fucked up those ships, right? Or they knew, they were like, what the hell, these ships didn't return? Yeah, it doesn't seem like there'd be a way for them to figure out. Okay. Because, that, that I mean, exactly they just... Happened. They lost the... I mean, they're... Yeah. They keep pretty close close eye on the Titans, so they had to know. Um, they were on Zeke's shit quick. Wait, what do you mean? They didn't know about the Attack Titan, though. Was that where? What are you saying? Oh, uh, well, yeah, yeah, yeah. You're right. You're right. Um, I, I think no, I think that's exactly what it is. They had zero idea they what they happened. They didn't know about it. They didn't know about it. No, I think they had zero. <laughs> even when the ships that the ships that just didn't return that sent off Grisha and his group. Yeah, they were probably like. Did they just sink? Because yeah. they, they would have no way of knowing. They wouldn't. Yeah. Um, yeah. All right. Wow. You got anything Great else? times. Let's think about characters. Are there any... Let, let's talk about your favorite episode of the season. I We oh. probably talked about that before, but now that on the rewatch, I might have changed mine. I thought you were going to talk about my other favorite, very useful character. And by useful, I mean very useless and... You know, I I don't hate him, but I was up. I was starting to sniff his bullshit near the end of season four, and that is one Connie. Connie. How is how is he still Connie. here? Connie, Connie Springer, dude, you don't. <laughs> you're such a hater, bro. I've said that about you for a long all. Time. I'm this is all I'm saying. This is all I'm saying. The guy who voices Connie. Is the luckiest mother. <laughs> you know, every time he gets a script, he's like, "All right, is this it?" And he's been doing that the past seventy episodes, and he's just happy to be here in season four, part two. He's like, "I cannot." He's like, "Do you know how many Titan kills I actually have, or anything that I've actually?" The fact that I'm still here is amazing. So, so, so there is one there. There's one moment Connie does do something, <laughs> and that is when he puts. One spear into Reiner's jaw. That is the only time he's ever done something. But yeah, he, I, you are kind of right on that. His he's like, I've been zipping around for seven years. I have four Titan kills. But you got to feel bad for the guy because he's probably th- Aaron was his friend, and well, I, Zeke Zeke turned his whole well, family into Titans. Well, you that got, part I do feel. I mean, I felt for him there. Um, I don't think he gives a sh- well. He might a little bit. He was the first to turn on Aaron. But that's why, though. Because Aaron, he's like, oh, Zeke killed my entire family, and now Aaron's just siding with him? He's like, what an asshole. Yeah. Because, well, and but Sasha. But he also, there was no. Sasha. He's like, oh, he laughed at Sasha. Even if that's what he didn't right. directly do, that's what he's thinking. Yeah. 
but but you are kind of right. He's kind of just there. He's just there. <laughs> I mean, at this point, he's kind of winning me over. Just keep the fact that he just can keep sliding by and having you know one to five lines every episode is great. I think just keep him around. Yeah, he he's just lucky that he's friends with Jean and Mikasa and them, or he would have died. Episode seven. He's just been looking around. He's like the guy who's doing um, the voice acting. He's like, all right, we've lost. He's like, holy shit. We've lost Bert. We've lost Marco. We've lost Sasha. We lost Moblin. And I am still just, here I am in the jail cell. I love, Thank you for mentioning Moblin. <laughs> oh, yeah. Moblin is yeah. one of my ride or dies. Are you kidding me? I, I still wish to this day. I've always, you know, I've always said. I respect women. Mm-hmm. It's one of the things I've pretty much said since I was born. Um, so I want Hanji to be mine, but I, w- I would like her to be happy with Moblet. My relationship with Moblet is this. You ever see those stories of those guys who um, say, for example, Moblet marries Hanji, okay? He's a great husband. They have Love kids. It. He gets a terminal illness and dies tragically. Five years later, I start dating. Like dies Hanji. tragically. Like he has a terminal illness, and then he dies in like a horse carriage accident. Or well, no, he just dies. Illness. You know, he okay. he fought it to the very end, and then he dies. This happens in real life. I'm the guy who comes in, hears about Moblet. You know, people tell me stories. Maybe I even knew him for a little bit, but we weren't boys. You know, it wasn't like any. I was like stepping into my friend's girl, but and I just respect him so much that now I'm fucking Hanji and taking care of her, her children, but I write a book. Don't, I'm the one that writes a book about him. Don't say the F word. Don't say the F well, word. Well, I mean, you know, I'm fucking Hanji because that's what my <laughs> boy Mob would want me to do, all right? No, you're making love to her. <laughs> well, sometimes we do that, but other times I just fuck her. Oh, Hanji. Respectfully. <laughs> just like Mob would want me to. But do you know what I'm saying? I, I know that's my relationship saying, with Moblet. Is if when you take out the F word, I know exactly. We what shared you're a wife, but I like that. I I love that guy so much that I write a book about him. And if he were to come back to life, I'd be like, you know what, dude, this one's all. Yeah, I'll see my way yeah, out. Yeah. Or I might even like him so much that I go, you want to try this this out? See how this goes. Like you and him, like with each other, or just all three. Oh, all three. Okay. I mean, Hanji would be down. That's not. Yeah. No ifs, ands, buts about that. That one-eyed wonder. Nice. So say okay. So back to my question. What was oh, your yeah, favorite sorry, episode? I got a little turned around on that. Um, I mean, what sticks out to me is the uh, Zeke one. Okay. Soul, I, soul salvation. I I think of declaration of war. Okay. Love we'll love Willie Tiber speech. Just an awesome blonde ha- blonde haired man. Yeah, and, the ba- and him and Reiner obviously talking, and then yeah, this really really came and went. Oh, and Children of the Forest. Yes, the one that that one going back and watching was the one where I was like, "Holy shit! I forgot how this episode started and never stopped. Never st- so good, such a good episode because we start obviously at the restaurant. The whole incident with Gabby, Falco, and Nicolo is just awesome, Mister right. Browse. One of the MVPs of the entire show. Yep, you love Mr. Bro. I love Loves. him too. Uh, and then you got Aaron walking in randomly, mm-hmm. sticking his hand up. You got my boy Flock, the yep. Flock founder. The classic shush. The, the classic shush. One of the most memeable points in the entire show. Oh my God, incredible. 
And then you got Aaron saying, I really want to talk to you guys. Yep. And the, you're, the, the eagerness to watch the next episode after seeing that is just... I think I was the most excited for that next episode. And then we didn't. For then we did another extra week because, because the Japs don't know how to handle an earthquake. <laughs> <laughs> that was your very controversial take. Yes, everyone was okay. Those three episodes, though, yeah. Wow, yeah, no, good call. And then I mean, obviously, yeah, they, it was a good season. Where ranked the seasons thus far? Three is obviously number one. Does I, it? Do, do you go? Do you go do four you, and one or one and four? Do you count three part two? Ooh, interesting. Do you, do you split that or do you just put that as a whole? You could, but then if you do that, do you do that same thing with season one? No, yeah, I guess I go, I go three because the second part of three is just incredible. We can do that also with like a series wrap up. That's kind of hard to yeah. think about on the spot, but it I'll just go. Maybe... I'll, I'll say it really quick: three, four, two, one. I'll put one last. Really. Okay, and, but I go, I but, go. But for me though, the two and the one are very close. I've always been like this, and two is better once you know. I will say that two is better once you get the answers and you go back and watch it. But as someone who's rewatching with Travis and remembering how I felt the first time through, season two is frustrating to get through because you hit a certain point where, um, four titans get revealed in the span over season one and season two combined in a span of like five or six episodes without me completely counting or um not that little you just i think it it is close to that well it's like annie's what that's 23 or something like that yeah somewhere somewhere around there and then you get um ymir and then you get bert and reiner and you're like holy fuck like every every half the characters now are titans that i've come to know yeah and you're like is everyone a titan but then the reality is that's fucking four out of and then you already know seven you, of you already know about aaron yeah and then zeke or well you don't know zeke yet but you you assume the beast titan is one of them yeah so you've already got pretty much all of them right there but you don't know that at that you don't know yeah. how many there are so you're like does everyone just a fucking titan and yeah there's just a lot of questions, but going back, it is better. So I can kind of see why you put two, and there's obviously awesome moments. But Oh, and then the last thing I want to talk about. Sorry, one more thing before we... You, you mentioning that just made me think. Is the reason that... So Annie joins the military police because she wants to... and She wants an easy life, but she also wants to investigate, I'm assuming, the founding titan, see if it's there. Okay. Be- because they know when Aaron turns, okay, we'll talk about it. Aaron turns, they find out Aaron's a Titan, and they're like, well, obviously this fucking dimwit is not the founder. They're like, we know there's two Titans left. Because they know about all the Titans. They're like, oh, there's an attack Titan, and then there's the founding Titan. Aaron is probably the attack Titan. Yeah. They're like, we still got to find the founding. Because do you see the way that Mr. Friendly Nice Guy's running around town? Yeah. He is an attack Titan. And he's an idiot. He doesn't even know anything. So they're like, okay, Annie's going to go to the military police, and then Irwin makes that speech. Is the only reason that Bert and Reiner join the scouts because Aaron is in the scouts now? So they go with Aaron to be like, oh, well, let's just make sure he's not the founder. And then Irwin's like, oh, we also got this basement. 
Yeah, I'm sure that they were partially like, we've got to keep an eye on Aaron. Um, it'd be kind of interesting to hear about some of that stuff. Because I bet that's about the way it went down. Is Annie already was keeping clear pretty much completely of them for the most part. So she was like, you two share a sleeping bag with them. I'll go chill in the military police. But then there's still like her going out. That's so crazy too. The fact that she like got out of Walsina and went all the way to wherever they were. That's a fucking mission in itself. <laughs> yeah. That's why that is show that episode of her just like sleeping for a day. Yeah. She was so fucking exhausted. All right. Good talk. I feel how long did we talk? Hour and a half. Wow. We're hyped. I think we talked a lot right there too because we haven't we we rewatched this season but we haven't really talked about it. We've no. kind of avoided it. Yeah. Yeah, because it's a long wait. You don't want to get too hyped too soon. You blow your load. Um unless you got anything else to say, I think this is the perfect way to kind of wrap this up. Chat, there is no way this ends well. <laughs> no. no. Uh just talking about Aaron crying in the first episode <laughs> makes me think it's... I mean, I know he cries one million times right. in the first season, but it's not going to end well. Yeah, it can be an exciting ride, and we might enjoy you know the writing and how it ends, but it's not going to end well. Yeah, I, I don't care if it's a happy ending. I don't care if it's a sad ending, or even if it, it turns out happy. As long as it's just something that... As long as they stay true to the characters yeah. and it makes sense. And we still got a lot of story left. Just make the rest of the story just fucking awesome, please. Mm-hmm. I agree. All right. Well, we'll and, be and here. And Isayama, if you don't, we're coming for we're you. We're coming for you. We'll find you. We are two podcasters with great skills. We will find you. <laughs> I have been Ronnie... I've been Chazzy. You can email us all through Season 4 Part 2 at thepodcastchronicles at gmail.com. Join the Discord in the description below. Subscribe to Chad on YouTube. Yes, Um, And by that, I mean it's our channel, but Chad handles it, and it's kind of a train wreck over there, so I'm disassociating myself. We've got five views on the last video, so let's up that. It's doing great. (laughs) All right. Uh, Follow us on Twitter at podcastchronic. We good? We Gucci. Love um, you guys. People who want to uh, advertise, hit us in the inbox. Peace. Peace.